I'm going to say the way I want to say it. Sound check. One more. Listen, it's Adet Kumpo or Antento Kumpo. You don't say the uh, the T-O Kumpo. Yeah, I have you it. say it the Nigerian way, he says. Listen. Adet Kumpo. So it's Adet Kumpo. There's no Antento. You say it with the N-C, like Antento Kumpo. So, wait, wait, so what's Antetokounmpo? What wait, is it? Right. Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Greek way. I may go Nigerian though. Nigerian. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. We are jumping into another sports edition this week. Uh, we will be discussing some of the uh, details of the demise of the AAF. And we will be talking a little bit about the uh, NBA MVP debate between James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo. 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 The Greek freak. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Over Pizza. All right, guys. So let's jump right into it. I am, as always, your host, Jose. This is Walter Kumpo. Bucky Balrog, bearded deer. Yeah, and, um, you know, let's jump right into the proceedings here with the first bit of news, uh, something we reported on a few weeks ago, something that was uh, supposed to be, excuse me, a nice potential new league to kind of give us something to, to watch in the NFL offseason, and not, what, two months later at this point? I think we got through a month. Did we get through a month? We did get through a month. We, we, got, through got, a month. we got through eight games. Yeah, because there was. I do remember seeing a few weekends where you would go to a bar or like go somewhere and you would see some of the AAF games on television. The demise, yes, of the AAF, which didn't even make it two months, which was actually kind of cool from some of the games that I saw. Although I will say that one thing that seemed to be an issue um, in the variety is I definitely saw a few of the teams just play each other like over and over again in the last few weeks. So that was something that made it a little bit less exciting. But again, like some of the games were actually pretty good from what I saw. So yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Tell us about like what happened basically with the AAF collapse. Well, you got the inside scoop, it seems, on this. So why don't you get it started? Yeah, two weeks left in the season, and um, the AAF is no longer. Um, the owner of the, the football organization, Tom Dundon, um, just decided – He's going to stop paying the bills. And so the interesting thing is that nobody knew anything. It just came out. The players weren't given any heads up. The coaches obviously weren't given any heads up. The management, even part of the management didn't get any, any heads up. Condon just decided to shut it down. And um, it's unfortunate. Like I said, two weeks left in the season. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like these sports betting places are still going to pay out their stuff for any betters that are out there. So at least you're covered with that. But the players are the ones that are really struggling now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We're getting reports of players that were going to the hotels and finding their stuff in piles in the um, 
the lobby of the, the, hotel, lobby of the hotel. That's messed um, up. Players not given money to go back home. We had a, an instance of a player that had to drive 17 hours to get back to his place. Um, you've got instances of players being left kind of like homeless because they have no place to go at this point. Medical insurances are being canceled. And the biggest part, there is a guy, um, I'm going to tell you his exact name. He plays for the Salt Lake Stallions. He's a linebacker by the name of Gianni Paul. Um, he broke his arm the mm -hmm. weekend before all this stuff happened. He has no insurance now. Ah, okay. So he's got nowhere to go, nothing to do. You know, he's not the only one. There's an, there's other instances of people that have played throughout the season and gotten hurt, and now their medical insurances have lapsed. Um, we've got instances of players getting hit with hotel bills that the AF is supposed to pay for. Now they're looking for payment. They're looking at the players for payment. The whole thing is a mess. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it was basically a huge, just like basically they, they shut the doors on the entire league without letting anyone know. And, you know, there, there are a few players that actually did benefit from this and did get signed to the NFL. Right. Uh, it wasn't, it was, you know, the vast majority of players kind of got screwed over, basically don't really know in some cases how they're going to pay the bills, didn't know how they're going to get home, don't know how they're going to deal with injuries and what they're going to do with the rest of this time probably that they had carved out for the AAF. But the thing that's that's intriguing about this entire situation is um, it does seem like there's a lot of these sort of, well, I don't know if we would call it conspiracy theories or rumors or information about how the, the owner of the league actually never really gave, honestly, to be quite honest, gave a crap about the league. Mm -hmm. uh, the reasoning behind it, it seems, or at least is what some people are saying, is that he just created the league in order for him to get ownership of proprietary fantasy sports software that the league is currently intimately mm -hmm. tied to. Um, yeah, trying to get, you know, basically ownership of that technology. And, well, if you if you know fantasy sports, I'm sure anybody who's listening to the sports podcast is aware that fantasy sports is a huge industry. Fantasy sports, sports gambling, things of that nature. I'm in fantasy baseball leagues myself. Um, baseball season just started and I'm not doing too badly so far. Woo, that's a good pitching. Um okay. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting how you look at the situation on its face, and it seems like the league was basically just a big cover for something else. Again, if, if you're looking at some of these rumors, and some of these rumors are to be believed. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's just a crazy situation that they would do that to all of these players and basically just leave them out in the lurch. Um, a lot of it seems to tie into a lot of the information about, like, Vince McMahon thinking of possibly restarting the XFL. The whole history of the AF is just completely out there and kind of odd and kind of interesting, which is, I guess, why people are somewhat speculating that this is the reasoning behind the league kind of shutting down and him just kind of saying to himself, like, I already have, I guess, what I need to gain proprietary ownership of this particular uh, sports betting and fantasy software. Yeah, and if you think about the way the, the league started, it, it almost came out of nowhere. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a big football fan, and I didn't find out about it until maybe like a month before the league was actually going to start. Right. You know, so it, it just, there's so many things wrong about this. And you know what? At the end of the day, um, the owner is Thomas Gundon. You had Charlie Ebersole. You had Bill Polian. They're going to continue to be rich. Yeah. They, 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 they're still going to be working in pro sports. At the end of the day, it's, it's mostly the players that are suffering. Um, these guys, 
this was their second chance. This was their opportunity to get back into the NFL. Um, and thankfully, some of them are. But it's interesting when they first when they first folded, the NFL actually told, according to a report um, in Yahoo Sports, the actually right. the NFL actually sent a memo saying you should not talk to any of these players. Right. 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 That was the first thing. Thankfully, they rescinded that, and now you're seeing some of the players come in. Um, the AAF is actually blaming the NFLPA uh, for this thing not working because supposedly this was supposed to be a partnership between not only the NFL, but the NFLPA, and they were trying to, fr to frame this this league as kind of like a developmental league, right, kind of like league. a minor league for this thing. Right. Isn't there, there like a lot of it was that they were asking the NFL to allow some sort of review where they could make some teams lesser players or younger players play for the AAF and right. sort of develop their skills, kind of like an NFL Europe mm -hmm. or something like that too, where they do have a partnership and the NFL Europe, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a developmental league. It seems more like it's a league where players who can't really cut in the NFL kind of go to play. But the AAF at least seemed, I mean, this, this kind of goes against the theory that he was just looking to make a quick buck on software. But the, the AAF, it looks like at least they were trying to make it into something that you could develop NFL players in, whether it's quarterbacks who right. are, you know want, want to develop to become a little bit better before they take over ownership of an NFL team. Or, at, at least on the face of it, at least, at least that's what they were trying to they were trying to put out there to everybody and stuff. You know, right? Um, right. The stories are kind of all over the place though, because the one thing that you got to think about is maybe if Vince McMahon and, and, and all of them were involved initially, possibly in the in the the inception of the AAF and they dropped out, that does make you wonder if maybe Vince McMahon saw that he wasn't really trying to make a big buck on this product and it was just something that, or a, a buck in terms of sustainability of the AAF, um, and he was just trying to make that quick buck. I guess it's really kind of hard to figure out which way uh, they were going with the development of this league. Some of the other horror stories that, that we have here, you have uh, the Birmingham Iron Nose Tackle Joshua Frazier, who is on the hook for his own medical care. Um, he had no advance warning when the, the whole operation was gonna just fold on itself. Um, you've got another guy who's reporting that the AAF is making the, the players pay for their own flights home. You've got the Memphis Express fullback, Anthony Mazo Lewis, who drove 17 hours to New Jersey after he was kicked out of the hotel room that he was staying in. He was in Memphis. Right. Um, you've got another guy who was, again, another Memphis player. He was charged for, on his account $1,700 for being in a hotel for less than three weeks when he called the team and the league to see if they can offer him any help or advice. They said no. They cut me off and said they couldn't do anything for me. You had another guy here who said he woke up to a $2,500 charge on his account that just happened to show up overnight. Again, they called the bank, they called the, the team president, and his only option at this point is to dispute the charges. I mean, right. the whole thing is just a, a cluster, you know what. Yeah, even staff got like uh, screwed over from some of the tweets that we see here. A tweet from uh, at Albert Breer, some cost-cutting AAF details that he found interesting that coaches and players were not allowed to eat, or, or were the only staff, or the only 
personnel that were allowed to eat on the team plane, the doctors, the trainers, the equipment guys were not fed. And before game team dinners, something that you figure would be good for like building team morale were eliminated. They just gave 30 bucks per day per DM. What? So yeah, yeah, for them to, I don't know if that was just to eat or if that was just for like their entire day's expenses, which $30 for an entire day $30? isn't too much. $30 really is enough for like a happy, happy meal at McDonald's almost. Yeah, that's yeah, not enough for two small meals. If you're an NFL player, like you're not going to really eat a whole lot and want $30 of food. $30 so, would get you probably like a stack of pancakes and that's yeah, about it. That's, Those guys, like your, that's your breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Those guys are eating like crazy just right. to keep up with the energy that, that they need. It's kind of a shame because like some of the games are interesting, but I guess you do, uh, I guess, have to congratulate some of the players that were signed, including Devontae Bosby to the Broncos, Garrett Gilbert to the Browns, J.C. Hassanauer to the Steelers, Demontre Moore to the 49ers, Keith Reeser to the Chiefs, Rashad Ross to the Panthers, and Duke Thomas to the Vikings. Uh, this information courtesy of SB Nation, by the way. SB Nation with some of this information. For some of the players that got signed, that's just a sampling of that. Mm -hmm. But well, some players, as with the XFL, like uh, the infamous He Hate Me, did get something out of this, but it seems, sadly, that most of them were unable to find any traction for an NFL contract. And we, we just have to say uh, congratulations to the unofficial champions, the Orlando Apollos. They ended up with a 7-1 record. <laughs> there you go. Congratulations. So sadly, once again, the demise of the AAF. But let's talk about a league that is still ongoing, the NBA, um, and the debate between the NBA MVPs in the form of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks player, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. And, <laughs> Antetokounmpo? Five syllables. Antetokounmpo. 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 <laughs> and uh, the, the Houston Rockets, James Harden. Now, the Houston Rockets are in first place in the Southwest. They're 52-28, and 28, uh, led by Harden. And the Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in basketball. At 59-20, and 20, they are first in their central division. So onward to the debate. Uh, who is the NBA MVP? Um, ASAP. Can you start us off with your opinion on who the NBA NBA MVP is? Oh uh, well, first of all, it's Bucky Bucky Balrog. Bucky Balrog. So, I'm sorry, I, sir. It, it's sorry, pretty sir. it's pretty clear that change your um, title for this for this particular. Uh, yes, it's it's pretty clear based on what I just said that Giannis, the Greek freak, Antetokounmpo is this year's NBA MVP. That is most certain. The Greek freak. Why do you think he is the NBA 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 MVP? <laughs> Over, excuse me, over <laughs> James Harden, who has been on a historic run. What, what is your reason? Look, mad respect to James Harden, and he was the NBA MVP last year, mm -hmm. and it was well earned, well deserved. But I just feel like this year, based on stats, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the man on top. Man, he he he's the man. Is it? Um, is your is your feeling that it's like his overall stats? Yes, because Harden is is the best scorer in the, in the league. Harden is averaging the most amount of points of any player in the league this year. And they did, they did again, have that, uh, that historic run of, what is it, 30-point games, where it was what, was, what was the record? It was well over 30 games, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, right? It was something ridiculous. <laughs> but he had consecutive, I mean, it's basically he's having the, the best scoring season quite possibly in NBA history. And by the way, that 30-point game streak was 32 games, okay? Um which, of course, it didn't match 
what what could also be considered the greatest NBA scoring season in NBA history, and Will mm-hmm. Chamberlain had uh, a sixty-five game streak mm-hmm. of scoring thirty or more points. Um, but I mean, is it for you basically that he's more of a well-rounded player, or yes. a player with more tools than than a heart? It's okay. it's what you said. He is more well-rounded. That that's the thing. He's more versatile, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and he's just someone um, who's on the rise. And he's gonna take over the league. Do you do you think that him being on the team that he's on has anything to do with your opinion as well, or is that like kind no, of no? It's just him as a player. It's just him as a player. Just him as an sure. individual player having yeah. the best. The Bucks are fortunate to have him. They are fortunate to have him. I mean, a point you can make, a point that I was gonna make, and I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate, play both sides a little bit on this one, to be perfectly honest, because I, I can see that you're kind of laying on that side. I don't know where Walt lays on this one. Um, <laughs> I, I can tell you where I lean when we get to it a little bit later on. We have a few minutes to like kind of establish that. But if you look at the Bucks as as a team, you know, Antetokounmpo is kind of the best player, not on an average team. Certainly the Bucks are an awesome team, but they don't really have any other superstars. And you look at the Rockets in comparison, they have a Chris Paul, they mm-hmm. have a Shumpert, who are like really, really good players. Shumpert's not really a superstar, but Paul can be considered, you know. Very much a superstar. Like, CP3 is a superstar, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, the, that's the thing that kind of, I find kind of interesting. You have Antetokounmpo kind of leading maybe a less capable team, uh, less capable team overall to a better record, to the best record. And then you have James Harden with his historic scoring and him kind of leading a team that's uh, – again, a little bit more complete to a lesser record. I don't know if that really affects your opinion at all. But, well, what do you think? Who do you think is the, is the or should be, the NBA MVP winner for this season? Or what's your opinion so far? Because we still have a little time before that decision is made. I really like the Greek freak. Mm-hmm. I think he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's a freak of nature. Um, mm-hmm. you, look, you look at some comments that Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal made just recently, and he's like, you know what? This guy at 24 is better than I was. So, you know, if he wants to take a title of Superman, he's got it. And you look at the stats that um, Giannis has compared to Shaq. At age 24, Giannis is averaging 27.4 points per game. Shaq was averaging 26. Rebounds, they were about equal. And field goals, they are about equal. So, you know, um, it's it's... But I'm gonna say this. I think I'm kind of leaning toward Harden, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the reason why. So okay, um, you look at Harden's stats, right? He's leading the league in scoring, right? And if you look at them head to head, Giannis better field goal percentage, but you know what? He's got a different game. His game is more closer to the to the uh, the rim. Mm-hmm. Harden is more out there. You know, he's more jumpers, three pointers, and stuff like that. And you can see. The three-pointers, that's where Harden leads. He's got more assists. Um, obviously, Giannis has more rebounds. Um, steals per game goes to Harden. Free throws clearly goes to Harden. He's he's hitting at an 88% clip. Mm-hmm. Giannis is at 73. But here's the thing that, that really gets me when it comes to looking at um, Harden. Harden, he had the streak, right? That 32-game streak, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you look at... How he's been scoring this year, he has, aside from Michael Jordan, 
he has the second most 40-point games in the season since 1976. Right. Since the NBA, ABA major, mer- merger. Excuse me. Um, Jordan had 37. Um, Harden has 28 so far. And the season's not done yet. Right? And so this is all order. The season isn't done yet. He's still right. pulling And this is the thing. We've had six, eight, ten, 12 players in the league that have had 50-point performances. Right? Giannis being one of them. There's two players that have had multiple 50-point performances this year. One of them is Devin Booker. He's had two. Everybody else has one. The other person is Harden. He's had seven. Seven 50-point performances. Um, There was a point where that team was decimated by injuries. He put that team on his back, you know. Um... I, I just look at stuff like that, and yeah, yeah, the record is not the greatest. I mean, they're still third in the West, still first place in their division. They're still first place in the division with all the injuries that they had. Harden put that team on his back. To me, that sounds like an MVP. Right. So. Okay. So, like that being said, I'll give my opinion, and I will say that it's a difficult choice. But for me, also, I I have to agree. The better player probably is Antetokounmpo. He's probably the better player on the court. In fact, I can almost say without a shadow of doubt, skills that he's the he, better player. Yeah, the skills right? that he has as a six foot eleven, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. He, right? he really is a freak. He, he really is. is a freak on the court. He's like he's a prototypical typical basketball player in the mold of a Kevin Durant, where basically like this man was born to play this game. Oh, he's way better than Durant at this point. It, it's yeah. true. It's true. But uh, you know, Durant kind of like is prototypical with the with the big wingspan mm-hmm. and the height. Um, like it's just like how uh, how Michael Phelps is basically built to be a swimmer. You know what I mean? Like it's they're they're built for their sport. That said, though, I think I have to agree that Harden is just edges out, and like I, it could go either way for me. Honestly, I would be happy with either player being in the NBA MVP. When you look at it that way, when you look at how Harden kind of carried an injured team on his back, the Bucks haven't had as much adversity when it comes to getting to where they are this season. Again, you might say that they're not. They don't have as many superstars with at least two superstars on the Rockets and some decent guys. They have Pop, they Paul do. Gasol, they have Brook Lopez. They do, they do. They have some good players, but at the same time, it's it's I'm not the same players. kind of like flashy star power type thing. But they're a great team, which right. is obviously why they're the best team in, in basketball right mm-hmm. now. But you look probably at that, our, probably our NBA champions also. Probably, you know? probably. I mean, we'll see if the Warriors can actually do something against it this season. Because Giannis Antetokounmpo um, led his own All Star team though against LeBron James. Remember yeah. back at the All Star game? Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't hard. I, I think, I think, I think this is how you can define these two players. I think the best player in the league mm-hmm. has to go to Giannis, right? Right now, yeah. I think by far there's nobody that does what he can do. I think in terms of the most valuable player to his team in the league. Oh, okay. I think that's hard. I mean, that is the name of the game, right? The most valuable player. Again, you look at you look at the the other reasoning behind it. You know, you can say that Harden wasn't the great the greatest defensive player. He's improved upon that quite a bit this season, so that's important. You look at the streak again. I'm kind of going to make the same points as you are. That streak is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, you've got to give a little credit to the effort because even though you know the Greek freak is very much an inside player, he's good at driving to the basket. Harden like puts his body on the line. He gets fouled constantly. That's part of his. That's part of his strategy. Is basically to get to the free throw line, which is because 
because he's such a good free throw shooter. So there's a lot of effort there too, and that mm. that matters a little bit to me too. It's a very small aspect. Though. And, and let me just you know not to cut you off, but mm -hmm. let me let me just put the streak in perspective because you know as the streak got on further and further, teams knew what was going on, and they still couldn't stop the man. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know there's that other extra thing to him, right? Know? Exactly. Even knowing that this guy was going to go out there and try to score fifty freaking points every single night, yeah, thirty and, points every single night, there was and the streak got bigger do. and bigger, and it got more publicized. And you know, these teams were like, "Well, we got to stop him," you know, and they still couldn't do it. You know? Right, right, right. Exactly. And you look at even something um, along the lines of you know, a big stats guy, because we're talking about fantasy sports a little bit earlier. And I, like I said, I'm in a fantasy baseball league. Uh, if you look at his value over replacement player, what they call it in, in, in fantasy sports, uh, yeah. wins over replacement or war or, or wins above replacement, excuse me. Um, he's having one of the 20 best seasons of all time in terms of that statistic. So that's essentially, you can, just by the numbers, he's more valuable than any player could be at his possible position. So for those reasons, I give the very slight edge to Harden, but I want to be very clear if you were to quantify it, it's literally like a 51-49. It's like yeah, so exactly. close. It is. Okay? It's yeah. so close for me. I go even further. I go 50. Yeah, like 50 and a half. Yeah, exactly. 49 and a half. It's really close. It's like it's painfully like close. close. To the point that like well, there's about a week left until they choose. Or, or but I, you could you could make the argument that in the next week something could happen that could change that. But you know what? Yeah. I, I think I think that, <laughs> that people are so in love with Giannis. I think you know, despite everything that we've said here, mm -hmm. I think he is your MVP this year. Probably also, you know? and then, you know, like like uh, Bucky pointed out as well, you know, Harden won last year. So it would be nice for him to repeat that accolade, that milestone. But at the same time, you look at this new young player that everybody's really excited about. Harden, You people have been excited about him over the last couple of seasons because how prolific a scorer he has become. In the last and he's already so. and Harden's already at championship status. Yes, you know mm -hmm. Giannis and Tedekumpo, He's going from rookie to championship status. Yes. He, he's not at that status yet. Not out of and, nowhere, but almost out of nowhere. And, and two right. years ago, you know? he did win the most improved player of the year. Indeed, in the league. Right. You know, and and the scary thing is the dude's only twenty four years old. Exactly. So he's only going to get better, and he's already probably the best player in the league right now. Imagine what happens when he. Further refines that game, you know. Exactly. And I didn't mention before, but like another reason why I really want Giannis, the Greek freak, and Tedekumpo to like win championship status is because you know he's in my he's part of my generation, so it's kind of a generational thing too. You know, I want to see you know, um, you know, my people succeed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> see where the youngins win. I mean, I, I I don't have to disagree with that at all. There's nothing wrong with that. So, all right. In summary. I would say that in the end, our, our overall opinion is a very, very slight edge to who we think should win is Harden, right? But again, we're talking about like a very slight edge. We're talking like less than a percent, mere percentage points, like a vote. In like by election. a nose. By, by Really by a nose. And that's, again, like by the slice, very front slice of your nose. <laughs> that's how we feel. And that's only because Walt and I are very much on the fence and you're definitely yeah. a Greek freak fan. That said, I think we all agree who is going to win the MVP is going to be the Greek Freak because of the yeah. new excitement around him. Because of the fact that he's a youngin. Like, <laughs> because of the fact that he's of your generation in a way. Uh, partially. 
And he's on the best team in the league. And he's on the best team in the league. Yeah. So they're, they're, that always has been a factor. But I think he made them right? the best team in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no disputing that. Uh, there's no disputing that at all. The only dispute, I guess, there was was which player had a greater effect on their team. Big facts, Regardless yeah. of this, regardless of this, I think he's going to win it. And you know what? Again, we're okay with that because we're so on the fence about it. They're both. There's no problem with that. They're, they're both, both deserving. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I just right? want to say that playoff season is fast approaching, and we are getting back into quick slices. Yeah. It has been almost half a freaking year. And I know I, Asap Balrog, did say like five, six months ago yeah. that I would, that my Sixers Bucks 18 19 slice, which was like the beginning of the regular season, was my. First of many quick slices for basketball, but I haven't really done any since. But so playoff season is approaching. We're going to be getting into that. And Walt and I were discussing earlier that we're going to cover both conferences. He's going to cover the Western Conference, mm-hmm. and I shall cover the Eastern Conference. It's going to be a lot of late nights for me. <laughs> we got a lot to do. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, Dennis is in the internet. So once again, thanks for joining us for another pop culture over pizza quick slice, a little bit of uh, sports magic, a little about the E. Unfortunately, collapsed AAF, a little bit about uh, the NBA MVP race between James Harden and the Greek Freak on Tentacumpo, a a Kumpo, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to call it. Five syllables. (laughs) It depends on on which side of him is saying it, it seems. Uh, As always, look us up on Instagram. Check us out on Twitter. Search for us. We have Facebook. We, uh, you can search for us also on all of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just search for us on podcast, look for podcasts, pop culture over pizza. And once again, as always, thanks for joining us on another episode. I am Jose. Bucky Balrog. This is Walt. And <laughs> stay geeky, my friends. Woohoo!